Pickaxe. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. Hello. And welcome to Kirsty and Brainy's Comfort Zone. I am Kirsty. And I am Bryony. She is Bryony. And we're going and she is to Kirstie. be. And I'm and we're going to be Kirsty and Bryony. And we're going to For be the rest of the stream. Uh, stream podcast. podcast. Well, we we're live right now. We're live. We're live. <laughs> hello everyone. We're listening to dreams today and finding out what's happening in them. And brains. Yeah. Dreams. They're from my head because we've gone in the opposite direction. Kirsty has been having no dreams yep. recently. No Whereas dreams. I've been having like all the dreams. I've been having like exciting dreams, stress dreams. I've had so many dreams that there's been dreams I've been like, I'm not going to record that one because I've got so many dreams <laughs> at the moment. It's just been, I've had an abundance. Brian has stolen last... all of my dreams. <laughs> yeah, I've like, um, I've, you know, like the way that when you had miners, they would like tap into each other's minds and steal the coal from underneath. <laughs> That's what I'm doing with your dreams. Oh my God. When you fall asleep, I, I sneak in and I just nuzzle my head underneath yours and steal all your dreams. <laughs> I wondered why my pillow felt so lumpy. It had a briny underneath it. <laughs> it's oh just me. I, I am the lump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dreams have been like... Just very, very small little fleeting, like, oh, this is happening and it's over. Um, I've I've probably had one proper dream and I didn't record it um, because it was kind of boring, honestly, and nothing really happened. So, yeah, my brain has been very empty for the last few weeks. Also, we should probably address the big gap that we've had. Um, sorry, we've not done an episode in a couple of weeks, everybody. Uh, oh yeah it's we've just been, been there's a been time. a number of reasons yeah like you've not been feeling very well and you're still not super well yeah we've we've i've been on my deathbed for two weeks and brianie's been well, very that's the perfect place to have dreams what are we True. Doing? True. <laughs> you'd think the dreams would come flooding in but nope <laughs> not nothing nothing at all too preoccupied with been... dying a horrible death Oh no! <laughs> but but Brainy uh, has been very busy as well. So we've had a couple of weeks off, um, and, yeah, and we now got a bit back. out of sync with recording. We did, but we did. We are back in full stride. I feel like that's the sort of thing you shouldn't say. I feel like that's like I'm one day away from retirement. Yeah, maybe we should say maybe we're back. We'll maybe we tell. might be back. Mm, we're still going to go tits up next week. 
<laughs> who knows? I'm really excited for whenever you next come down and we can do an in-person one. I keep saying this, but I keep thinking back. I just... I think back to the one we recorded with Simon. I don't have a favorite guest or anything, but recording with Simon in person just felt so good. Special. Yeah, it was really <laughs> nice because you could you could see each other and you could read each other's faces and cues and you'd know when to speak and you wouldn't speak over each other. And you just sneak a little kiss nice. in every now and then. Yeah, it was just it was good. Yeah. <sighs> So yeah, here's to more of those before the year is out. Definitely, definitely. We'll have to make sure they happen. I sneakily suggested another pickaxe week to happen, and it was entirely selfish because all the only reason I want to is because I want you to come down and we record again. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, this would be good for the uh, network, probably. Uh, me. It's good me. for me. It's good for me. I want to see Bryony. I want to see, see Kirsty. <laughs> Now we're back together. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But no, we'll definitely do more in person thingies. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Nice. Nice. I've brought in two dreams today. I brought them in. I brought them for in. show and tell. Um, I don't remember. I remember one of them, but I don't remember the other. But I think this was before. Because I have literally, I'm on such a run of stress dreams. The last three nights... I have woken up doing the proper, like, <gasps> like oh gasp, sitting up, like, <gasps> for various reasons. Um, and, uh, but I think this was before I started doing that. So hopefully these are fairly pleasant ones. Okay, <laughs> Not horrible dreams. Um, but Is yeah, it going to be another dream. episode of Discomfort Zone? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> the dream I had this morning that I didn't record that woke me up suddenly was um I had this dream about like um like homeless people we were looking after this homeless person in our house and it wasn't our house it was like a really fancy house in like that London and um but they kept on like bringing people around they brought Eva Luno who's an AEW wrestler he <laughs> came around to see them and then they were like drunk and lying on the floor and someone had come around to visit I can't, oh it was the vet the vet was round to see Fion. Okay. And I like went into the bunny room and was like, they're in here. And there was literally like this woman passed out on the floor, Eva Luno over her, just like, are you, are you okay? Are you okay? And this other like drunk guy stumbling around. And I was like, oh my gosh, the, the bunnies usually aren't kept in these conditions. They're, they're fine. And um, then I like let them out and Fion ran out the room. And then I heard this noise and this dog was in the house and they were chasing Fionn and I was like who no. let a dog in the house and they were just chasing her around and around and at one point she and like every time I went to grab the dog I went into like jelly motion you know in dreams where yeah, you're like so you can stop do it. dog but the dog was just like running and then Fionn stopped for a bit and the dog was running towards her and I literally just woke up like <gasps> just like my baby <laughs> But we took the the bunnies went to the vet yesterday because yeah. Fionn's been having some like problems. So I think it's literally just that. I think it's just that feeling of yeah. like the dog was just medical problems. Yeah, honestly. and that's what was chasing her. I think it's as simple as that. But yeah. no, I, th I think it would like, be like when the buns are sick, you do get so stressed, and you know, rightfully so. But yeah, you yeah you, you always get super stressed, and that is a hundred percent what 
what I think that dream would be about. Like, you just you just panicking about the babies. <laughs> it's just so weird that I had that dream the day after, like the day that we had seen Theon and I knew everything that was wrong and I had a plan going forward. Whereas the night before, the stress dream I had was about woodworm. It's that I had this piece of furniture and I literally woke up like four times throughout the night because all of a sudden the worms had made another hole and I'd wake up just like, the worms! Oh my god. And then I'd go back to sleep and then they would have chewed another hole and I'd be like, oh my god, the worms! And I just, I kept on waiting, like, I probably got a good few hours sleep, but you know when you wake up feeling like you only had like two hours sleep? Yeah. And in reality, it was probably like eight hours and I was fine, but it's just that feeling of like, I was awake all night Screaming worms. <laughs> Why were you dreaming about woodworm? Do you have furniture riddled with woodworm right now? Or was that just a very random brain thing? Well, I think we do have woodworm on no. one piece of furniture and it's stressing me out so much. And I've, I've not like... It's one of those things that I think it's just because you start imagining like, what if it is woodworm? What if they are still in there? What if they get out into the whole house? What if one day I sneeze and my house crumbles down around me? <laughs> Oh my god! What what is it? Is it? It's not your table, is it? Yeah, it is. I was going to say, what's the biggest woodiest thing I can think of in your house? And it is your dining table. What's the most awkward thing? And it's like I was reading up about them, and I think they lay dormant for like ages, and all of a sudden they come out. So I'm looking at this hole, and I'm like, "Are you? Have I just not noticed you, or are you new?" And I think the idea of it has made me so like i just have this image of like what if all of a sudden like a thousand worms just burst out the table like some <laughs> sort of worm pinata and but maybe it maybe maybe it's fine but just seeing the one hole was enough to set me off for yeah. an entire night of panic <laughs> god woodworm is is it's it's really strange because when i was a kid um in the house that i was like born and grew up in we we had like this big round bathtub and it had wooden slats like around the edge, which is a terrible idea. I don't know why. It was the 90s. Um, and <laughs> I, I distinctly remember that wood getting woodworm when I was a kid. So whenever people mention woodworm, it always just takes me back to being a kid and like being in that bath and looking at the wood at the tiny little holes and being like, there are little worms. <laughs> it always makes me think of any time I've stayed in like, a older house and you know you can just see like when you've got wooden beams and they're absolutely full of holes yeah there was um i went away with my D group fairly recently um because when like three of them have gotten married in the last few years and whenever one of them does to each other to, to each other <laughs> no not to each other but i mean they probably would given the chance but um <laughs> we we go away for a weekend in like a nice cottage or something um, and we just played D&D all weekend, and that is their stag do. Um, and the most recent one, we went back to an old... Uh, it was a barn conversion. It's like this massive house with loads of little rooms and a big table for us to play D&D. And I was laying in bed, and yeah, it had these wooden beams on the ceiling. And I looked, and I was like, these have got loads of woodworm in them. <laughs> <laughs> these are absolutely riddled with woodworm. <laughs> How did I never see this before? So yeah, old buildings for sure. Like I always look. <laughs> you always think like 
Is this structurally sound? I guess it must be. Like, have the worms gone? Are the worms still in there? I, like, whenever I see those that many holes, it always just confuses me a bit. You never actually see the woodworm themselves. You just see the holes. And you know yeah. they've been there. Worm was ear. Worm was ear. Are you, you still there, worm, or did you move on? Yeah. But yeah, literally just like this. I mean, we're thinking like maybe just get the table treated anyway just in case maybe but it might be because our table wood came from an old barn so it might just be that they were there when it was made and only just noticed it they've just been hanging out and yeah so Mm. um so yeah it's stinky it's pretty stinky but it's one of those things i I think it's because just just adopt them new pets Yay! New worm just dropped. Oh yeah! It's a new and post for like, worm TikTok. Look, everyone, I've so, got woodworm. It's so illogical because our table is so chunky. But in my head, I'm like, if it does have worms in there, one day I'm gonna like lean on the table and it's just gonna collapse into a pile of dust. <laughs> <laughs> when in reality, it would probably take about a hundred years for the worms to actually make yes. their way through to the point where it wasn't structurally sound anymore. <laughs> It's probably fine, maybe. But yeah, I think it's just that I've been like so stressed about other stuff recently. And as soon as, you know, when it's just like one thing after another. Well, I think when you're just keeping it together and then one thing happens and all of a sudden you're just like, I'm going to pretend that everything wrong in my life is this one thing. Instead of acknowledging everything else, I'll be like, nope, this is this is the problem I have. This hole in this table, that's the real issue here. Yep. Let's ignore everything else. <laughs> I think I've done that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Every worm <laughs> is another problem. I've got 99 yes. problems. And they're, they're all worms. Worms. <laughs> worms. <laughs> well, my one dream that I had um, was... That we were all on Discord, which we do quite often, IRL. And Daltos said, let's play Rust. Everyone, I want to start a Rust server, which he does quite often, really. (laughs) And often I'm like, yeah, let's do it. But nobody ever does it. But in the dream, I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. And then suddenly me and Daltos were in Rust um, and Daltos was building a base and then it was like, right, we need to go and raid another base. So we went off to another base and Daltos is like, oh, they're not home. You know, they're, they're never here. Like, we can just go in and steal their stuff. It'll be fine. And I looked and I was like, dude, there's literally one in one of the windows right there. And he's got a gun. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no. So we had to run and we were like hopping the fences and we were running away and they were chasing us with guns. And then suddenly we had guns and then we had to turn around and try and overpower them. And then... A policeman turned up and was like, well, what do y'all think y'all are doing? Stop with all the shooting. Yeehaw. And then that was it. Oh, my gosh. That was the dream. And that's why I didn't record it. Stop all the downloading. Stop all the downloading. (laughs) (laughs) Whilst you were telling me that, I thought out of curiosity, I would look up worm in the book. Oh, and it says, at its very basic interpretation, the worm can suggest the penis. So there you go. There you go. So many <laughs> tiny penises invading your table. 
Gosh darn penises, they strike again. They just get everywhere. Yeah. Um, would you like to hear one of my dreams that isn't a stress dream, I don't think. I don't I literally have no memory of what this is. Of course. <laughs> so uh I have two dreams today. I meant to say three because one of them's three minutes long and I was just looking at three. So I was like, two dreams. The two dreams. (laughs) Um, But yes, okay, here we go. Three, two, one, go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I had this dream that Stop Your Beefing was closing down and the head chef was this Italian guy and they'd said that they were going to give some stuff away, like pots and pans. But he wanted to check that people's kitchens were worthy of his equipment sort of thing. So I was cooking dinner in this kitchen. I have absolutely no idea whose kitchen it was even meant to be. And there was a knock on the door and he walks in with like, this assistant as well um and then two of them were both like walking around the kitchen and like looking how clean our pans were and the like how I chopped potatoes and I'd made like a roast dinner and he like for some reason we'd kept some leftover potatoes and Alex had just poured gravy over them and he um he just like picked up some and then he just spat it out and stuff and he was like okay I'll let you know and he he left and I was like blooming heck I don't think I want anything from this guy um that was a bit odd and then I was like okay I'm gonna head out and I think I was like at this like holiday house for a bit but I don't really remember anything that happened there but then later I was walking home and I bumped into Finn Wolfhard, who was meant to be like my little sister's boyfriend. Um, and we were chatting away and I was just saying like, oh yeah, it's really odd. This like Italian chef guy turned up and he was really like, for someone who's just giving stuff away, he seemed really on edge about it. Um, and I was like, anyway, I guess I'll head home. And as we were walking, this car drove by and I just knew it had the chef in. We walked around the corner and the car pulled into this car park and this big angry guy got out and he was like, what did you say about the chef? And he like pushed me, was just being really like, like angry about it. And I was like, I didn't say anything about it. And he just like pushed me until I fell over. And he like climbed on top of me and was like, like gently poking my eyes, just like, what did you say about it? And I was like, what the heck are you doing? I was like, shouting for help. I was like, I didn't say anything about your chef. Like, what's going on? Um, And eventually I managed to like push him in a way that he stood up. And the relief of him just getting off me, like, 
made me wake up. It was a bit of a weird ending. Uh, a <laughs> bit of a weird one. Um, yeah, there you go. That end. Bye bye. Are you sure that wasn't a stress stream? <laughs> yeah, as soon as I started listening back to it, I was like, oh no, I remember how this ends now. <laughs> it's just a, hap- hap- a happy dream. Just a happy dream. Oh my goodness. So, for context, there is a place called Stop Your Beefing. Yes, which, I've heard of um, Stop Your Beefing, I think. They do pies and donuts, and they did close down, and I wanted to go and see them, and they were like, we've got two weeks left, and then for some reason, they were like, really sorry, our last day is today, and we're closed. Oh. And I was like, I never got to go and have the pie. Um, so it was just about that, really. But I don't know why the man was so angry, and you've not seen Stranger Things, have you? No, I haven't. Finn Wolfhard is the main well, not really the main, but he plays like one of the main characters in uh, in that. Is he the curly-haired one? He's the sort of longish-haired one. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I see. Italian chef, Angie. Italian, very Angie Italian chef. Did you? And you never got any of his pots and pans. I never did. I don't think my kitchen was up to scratch. And I was like, I don't want anything from you because you're stinky anyway. <laughs> you look pretty stinky. I'm not interested in your stinky pots and pans. Saying that my potatoes weren't good enough. Did you say he, he spat just... them out? Yeah, he was just like... What Bleh. the heck? Bellissiment. I don't Bellissim- know the opposite of bellissimo. <laughs> bellissiment. <laughs> not <laughs> not yeah like I mean it sounded like a job interview <laughs> like when you were making potatoes for him it was it was and then it was like we'll, we'll get back to you <laughs> okay yeah and there's the <laughs> he just like turned up in the middle of the night because I remember the house it wasn't our house it was sort of like a um, like a terraced London house Okay. Uh, but in like where I'm trying to think how to describe it. It was like in the 60s, like a 60s London terraced house and the kitchen right. looked out onto the street. It was like that. And it was just very like, oh, um, yeah, he just turned up and I was like, uh, h- hello. Hello. But yeah, it's just very odd. How strange. And, um, and the, the bit at the end, it sounded like, like, would would, would you have had like, do you sleep with like extra blankets or anything or anything that might have been like heavy on you while you were asleep? Well, I'm trying to think because Did Alex roll over. Then... <laughs> he was just holding a pillow over my face. I don't know what the dream was of. <laughs> it was like, um, maybe we would have had uh, like an extra blanket then because we used to have an extra blanket on our bed. But when it was cold, but I can't remember if it would have been getting a bit warmer by. But we only recently took it off, so it could well be, yeah, that it was just the weight of the extra blankie. Mayhaps, mayhaps poking you in the eyes. Yeah. See, the weird thing is, I watched a show recently where someone does sort of like stick that they don't harm them really, but they they do really? sort of like <laughs> put their <laughs> thumbs onto the person's eyes. Yeah. And, but this was before Like that. in Game of Thrones. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I, I feel like I've seen something where that happened recently as well, but I can't remember what it was. Mm. Hmm. But it was just really like... Like, I hate that feeling of when yeah. someone is, like, tickling you or attacking you in your dream and you just, you're just like, don't stop, just stop. get away. Get, get away from me. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> um, it was just, yeah, it was just very spoopy and I just woke up just like. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder know? if, like, it was, I mean, maybe it wasn't stress. Maybe you were just thinking about stop your beefing. And then yeah. you got tangled up in a blanket while you were asleep. Because <laughs> I was trying to eat the pie. It just looked really good. I was really, I mean, hopefully they'll be back. I don't think them as a company are like done. I think they just had to leave the kitchen for some reason. Um, right. But oh, I really, it's just this thing of like, it's on this is such a side ramble but they were on Gloucester Road and Gloucester Road is just so far away from where we are and it's just like there's all the good food is on Gloucester Road and I always mean to travel over there but mm -hmm. I just didn't make it in time and now they're gone the pies and the donuts they <laughs> might come back though you never know maybe they might come back. I wonder if I could look up um, in like a body, if there's anything specific about eyes, like if it's going to be like, oh, there's got eyes yeah. poked. <laughs> um, any dream to do with the eye is to do with observation and discrimination. It is indicative of enlightenment and wisdom, protection and stability. It has a connection with the power of light and in ancient times of the sun gods. Okay. So, I don't know what that means. <laughs> they were poking you in your... Uh, in my enlightenment. Enlightenment. <laughs> they poked my wisdom holes. <laughs> no, not my wisdom holes. I wonder if there's anything to do with, like... Oh, I can't look up chef. Is there another word for chef? Cook. That I can't think of. Oh, yeah, cook. Cook, 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 cook. cook. Um, conch, no, conch, cord, cooking, to be cooking in a dream is to be preparing nourishment or to be satisfying a hunger, whether our own or other people's, this hunger may not be as straightforward as a physical hunger, I mean it probably is with uh -huh. me, but something more subtle, such as the need to make use of the varied opportunities available to us. Maybe it was something to do with that. I wonder if it's something to do... Like, I can't even think what would have been going on at this time. This dream was the 26th of May. 26th of May is so is a couple of like weeks ago. Two weeks, and I can't remember what I would have been thinking or feeling at that time. <laughs> but I wonder if it was that I was, like, doing a project and someone was trying to offer... It could be as simple as I was playing a game on stream and someone was trying to backseat or give advice yeah and they yeah. are the italian chef trying to make me cook with their pots and pans and i'm like no i want to no. have my gravy potatoes i want to use my own pots and pans they might not be good enough for you but i like these potatoes so sodja <laughs> maybe it was just something like that but i can't remember anything i don't know i don't know what i did on I've, the 26th I've looked, of may i've looked back in our messages to the 26th and the only message you sent me that day was about reddit so oh maybe you were on reddit 
Although I guess, check the 25th, because I guess this was the morning of the 26th, so it would have been whatever happened on the 25th. Okay, so the 25th, uh, you had a horrible dream. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if this is one that you didn't want to record, so I won't repeat it. Oh, maybe, because I obviously didn't... Like, this was the (laughs) latest one in my phone, so maybe... um, Am I just stressed about stress dreams now? Is this what's happening? I'm on, like, like a a loop. (laughs) You were... um, You you had a horrible dream, and you cried when you woke up. I had no dreams again. And then I had a headache, (laughs) so we couldn't record. And that was it. (laughs) Our DMs to each other are very lovely. (laughs) Oh, I just looked back at my schedule, and on that day, I was streaming Wild Frost. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that game kicks my ass, much like the mafia friend of an Italian chef would. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. It Maybe was it was like... Wild Frost poking your eyes out. <sighs> Wild Frost, honestly. Like, Wild Frost is so... It is a good game. But it's so tough. I have heard that it's very difficult. It makes me feel like it's deceptively cute. The art style is beautiful and the characters are, they're like Adventure Time style. They're so, like, they have good names. The humor of the game is good. But that just adds to the deception that it just, it's like, it's like having an adorable, like, animal biting you and you're just like oh look at them (laughs) i love you (laughs) and it just keeps on knocking you down and you keep getting back up because you're like no it must have been me it wasn't the game can't be the game the game's so cute (laughs) but it is the game (laughs) it was the game after all it's like the other day, Alex and I would just finished dinner and we, I was coming upstairs to do some editing, but I was like, I've got a brownie and a cup of tea. I'm just going to play a quick Wild Frost because I hate myself and then I'll get on with work. <laughs> <laughs> Alex was like, would you keep on playing this game if it was any other style? And I was like, nope, maybe no. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it so much, but I hate it, but I love it, but I hate it. <laughs> And it's so bright and cute, but I, I hate it. It's just so stressful, but it's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, I feel like oh, one day, one day maybe I'll be better at it. Maybe. Maybe. If they patch it to be possible. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, I'll just let it keep on kicking my ass. <laughs> Poking my eyes. <laughs> oh. Dear oh dear. Dear oh dear. Well, you do have another dream. I do. <laughs> you do. So this dream was a dream that I don't remember when I had it, but it suddenly came back to me. So I recorded it, which is why it has a title and not a date ah, name. Okay. Um, it's called Pedro Pascal Spooky Dream. Ooh. And I remember the bit with Pedro Pascal in it, but I don't remember why it was spooky. So right, we okay. shall see. But there is something that I've been holding off looking up about this dream 
because well I'll tell you afterwards but yeah I'm I'm curious to see if there's anything in the in the book about this one all right but yes okay here we go let's uh, do it three two one go okay so this is actually a dream I had a few days ago but I want to record it in case I forget but it started off I was slow dancing with Pedro Pascal and I think he was gonna get married because I was like what's your first dance gonna be and he was like I don't want to set the world on fire I was like oh my gosh by the ink spots that's the first dance we had and then it turned out we were at some like big Christmas Yogscast event um there was a bit like those like tv specials that you get um where they have like you know that they've set up the studio to look like a big Christmas wonderland and stuff and Lewis was like okay okay it's time it's time and Alex had set up this robot that was like you know those 3d printing pens um it was meant to write these three numbers with this little arm uh and the arm popped up Alex pressed the button the arm popped up I think it was going to write like 073 or 074 or something and um, then the arm kept falling down and it kept like the numbers were going all, all squiffy um, and I was just like oh my gosh it, like he was finding it really funny he was like oh it worked honestly it worked um, I don't really remember much of that part of the dream but then it cut to me lying in bed exactly how I had been lying in bed at that time and the door started to open slowly and I was like uh no I'm alone in the house I know that Alex has gone to work um and this really tall guy started to walk in and he was dressed in dark blue doctor scrubs and he was just walking really slowly and I was like no I know I'm asleep. This isn't happening. I need to wake up. And I was really like trying to make a noise or like move. And I could, I just couldn't move. And I was trying to. And eventually I managed to like squeeze my leg um, with my hand. And I did wake up. Uh, but in the dream, I was trying to like shout. And I woke up and I was just going like, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really. I don't know if it was like just a dream about sleep paralysis or something, but oh my gosh, I, I, I never want that again. It was spoopy. No, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I had <laughs> forgotten about that. Yeah, it was horrible. And I was like, I remember going to sleep the next night and being like, do I have sleep paralysis now? Is this a thing? Is this... Oh my, it's like, I never, it was horrible. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That does sound terrifying. I, every night, right, I lay in bed and I look at my door and I think, what if I have sleep paralysis and something standing there every night without fail? I'm like, oh, please don't have sleep paralysis tonight. That would be awful. I've never really had sleep paralysis in my life, but I have this like fear that one day it's going to happen. And it's yeah. going to be terrible. So, yeah, that's like super spooky, super duper spooky. It was like, because I was lying. So the door, if you're if you're lying, if you're lying in my bed, please get up. 
You shouldn't do that. But if you're lying in my bed, the door is like along the wall on the right hand side. And I was on my right side. So facing towards the door, but the door is like down by the foot of the bed. And yeah, because the way the door then opened, the guy had like walked in and he was walking around behind me. And that's what made it extra scary was I was like, I don't he's out of my field of vision now. I don't know what he's doing. And he's dressed like a doctor. And that's terrifying. And I don't know what to do. And oh my God. I was just I just remember like really trying to like make any movement or make any sound that would. And I knew I was dreaming, but I was just really like, I need to wake up now. And um, yeah. I did manage to, like, give my leg, like, just a little squeeze. But it was just so funny the way I just remember that I did wake up being like, because huh. <laughs> I was, like, trying to shout. But that's all that was coming out was just like, huh. <laughs> but yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Oh my new God. memory unlocked. So, honestly, sounds like a stress dream. Gonna be honest, sounds like you're stressing again. Yeah. but the thing i was saying i wanted to look up about this is the next night a dream that i didn't record because i thought it would be too weird but now i'm gonna retell it anyway so um Uh you know i saw alistair the other day and he was like i swear every time i listen to comfort zone you're mentioning me but i'm gonna mention him again now because i had another dream either the next night or the night after that that i had gone back to uni and Alistair was my teacher, but he was also on the course. There were two Alistairs. And um, right. I, there was like a freshers dance or like a the night before uni starts, like dance thing. And I was dancing with teacher Alistair and student Alistair was like, what are you doing? That's weird. Stop it. Just like following us around. Just like, stop. This is weird. <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, why am I having dancing dreams recently? Why? Yeah. Why do I be dancing? So I held off so much. I held off looking up dancing because I was like, I'll do it now and see how it is related to the penis. Okay, here we go. Here is the live dancing uh, thing. (laughs) Dancing queen. Dancing thing. Oh, okay. It says dance has always been represent has always represented freedom and been symbolic of other actions which were necessary for survival. Oh. To be dancing in a dream portrays the creation of happiness, feeling at one feeling at one with the surroundings and possibly getting closer or more intimate with a partner. Um psychologically, dance can be a reinforcement of freedom of movement, strength and emotion. Well, okay. there you go. Well, that sounds good. It sounds positive. And not a penis in sight. No. Where's the pee-pee? Where is the pee-pee? It also Where says spiritually, dancing has always been taken to represent the rhythm of life. The patterns created are reputed to mirror the patterns of creativity. Dance also signifies... Turn the page. <laughs> is it going to say the penis? Turn the page. The transformation of space into time. What? Oh. Uh. <laughs> Wait, no. Oh, no, that is the right page. Okay. Space um, well. into time. Space what? into time. What I've does that mean? Now turn space into time. Oh, my God. I did it. You with your magical dancing. Suck it, Doctor Who. I've done it. 
I've only gone and done it. All you had to do was dance. Yeah, how bizarre. Well, at least you got to uh, slow dance with Pedro Pascal. Yeah. I The next day after I saw the stream, I think I went to... After I don't say I saw the stream. I, I saw, saw the, the stream, stream in my head. Um, and I went to the pub and I saw Ravs. And I said to Ravs... No, Ravs said to me, he was like, I want to come on Comfort Zone. Um, so... Uh, let me know when and stuff and I said to him oh yeah I had a dream last night that I slow danced with Pedro Pascal and he just went that's a good dream <laughs> I was like okay <laughs> that's a good dream that's a, that's a good dream <laughs> that's a very good dream oh um, dear yeah I remember he messaged me that day and was like I want to be on comfort zone I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> cool we'll have to get him on yeah um, but yeah, I don't understand what the what the dancing. I mean, it sounds like it's good being at rhythm. Dancing just seems like quite a positive thing in a dream. Yeah, I mean, it's better than being pinned down and having your eyes poked out. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's always always better than that. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what the people could represent. Like, if it's something like like if I was dancing with I don't know, say. Lewis, maybe he would represent the Yogg's cast and me feeling like I'm having a good time as part of the network. But I'm like, what does Pedro Pascal represent in you, my life? It doesn't necessarily have to represent anything, does it? It's like it's like when people get a tattoo, you know, people are like, oh, what does your tattoo mean? It's like, doesn't mean anything. I just wanted I just a liked it. I just yeah. like bunnies and I wanted one. Like, you just like Pedro Pascal and you just wanted to dream about him. You know? I was dreaming about him getting married, but I don't know why I got to have a dance with him, being like, so how are you going to dance with your new wife? <laughs> oh, and it was dear. Christmas. I don't know why it was Christmas. Maybe I'm going to look up Christmas. Oh, yeah. Christmas. Christmas. Christmas tree, but not just straight up Christmas. I mean, there were trees, but when, it wasn't When a did you have tree. this dream? Like a couple weeks ago. Okay. Nowhere near Christmas. I wondered because I I literally said yesterday, I wish it was Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I have been thinking about Jingle Jam a lot recently. but I can't I wait until was... Jingle Jam. I just want to see all of my friends. It's so difficult not to... Because obviously you don't want to like wish the year away, but also it's so difficult not to be excited for it. Like, yeah. I messaged potato yesterday with a picture of fion because potato messaged me a few weeks ago being like do you ever let the bunnies sniff human food just to, to see their reaction and i was like <laughs> no fion climbs on me when i'm eating and tries to steal my food i don't need to let her <laughs> she just does it and then i was going through photos yesterday and um I found a photo of Fionn literally like climbing onto my plate to try and steal my sandwich and I sent it to Aww. him and he was like, I wish I could touch her soft head. And I immediately yeah. responded like, are you coming over for Jingle Jam? And I'm like, it's like six months away and I'm just like, Jingle Jam? Any plans for six months time? Are you coming to visit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's true. Like, oh God, I just really want to see everybody. Like you were sending us pictures yesterday of us all together. And I was just like, oh, I miss my friends. 
Yeah, it's just nice when everyone's together and <sighs> it's the most wonderful, wonderful time. time. <laughs> I keep on watching him because Alex really likes the tennis and he's watching the French Open at the moment and they have this tennis advert. I don't know what it's for. It might just be, literally be an advert for tennis. I don't really know. But it has that song in it. Um, but the most wonderful time of the year for them is just tennis, the time. Um, <laughs> I, and it's I remember like, there was a holiday advert that used that song a couple of years ago as well. It was like summer holidays and they would play the fucking Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> but in the, in the advert, it's like snowing clay because French Open is on a clay court. So it's just all this clay falling from the sky and it's like, it's the most wonderful time when the oh clay God. is claying and everyone's claying and clay, 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 clay. <laughs> well, Alex says a thing where, like, whenever he puts the tennis on, he'll be like, oh, do you mind if we watch it? Because, um, you know, it's like, it's once a year sort of thing. And I'm like, it's not. Because there is the French Open and Wimbledon and... The and Queens or whatever comes before Wimbledon and the Australian Open and the US Open and I'm like it's all year <laughs> there are many Opens it's like my parents were saying oh it's the end of the football season now and then they'd be like oh no it's this league has started the Europe and the blah 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 the Premiership but I'm just yep. like there's always football it doesn't end <laughs> It just never ends. There's always sports to be to be watched. Let it end, please. True seasons are for fans of Yellow's Marble Run, where there is literally the Marble League, and then you just have to <laughs> wait. And there is the Marbula One, but it's not the same. And Marbula One! <laughs> <laughs> there is the Marbula One. That's going on. Oh, no, it's Marble Rally at the moment, and then it will be Marbula One. Um... And there is sometimes the winter marble league as well, which is very sounds, exciting. Sounds like the marbles isn't once a year. Maybe I maybe I make the same excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is with the marble rally, it's different marbles. So it's like it's weird because sometimes I look at the marble match and it'll be all these different marbles that I don't actually know who they are, and I'm like, oh. I thought I knew marbles, but there's all these other like sports marbles that I don't know. Oh, new new blood, new young, fresh, supple marbles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good when the marble league comes around, though. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> when does it start? Love it. Uh, not until not for a couple of months, I don't think. Mm, okay, so like when it's nice and warm, good good marble weather. <laughs> yeah. In like a week or so time, I think, is the qualifiers for another race thing. Um, maybe I should just get into the races. I've never really been like... I like all the different events that they have at Marble League. And then the race is just... It's just racing. So it's it's not as like... But it is exciting to see the marbles. <laughs> That's the end of the sentence. It's exciting to see marbles. You know that Lewis went away to Florida recently? Yeah. And he sent he went to this glass place. Glass. Glass. Um, and he sent Alex a picture of all these marbles. 
and oh. he was like oh do you want any and i was like why didn't you send it to me Lord? <laughs> oh my god i, like I would have marbles. been all over that i would have been like, yes give me every marble I want one of every marble because I have it in my head that one day I would really love to make like amateur marble league like all of the because all, all of the teams have their own backstories like mm, team Momo met in a Momo dumpling bar and that's why they're called team Momo because they got talking mm-hmm. about how they've always loved the marble league and then they qualified and they got in um but I would love to do one that's like a really janky version and it's all of these like amateur marbles that aren't good enough to be in the league um <laughs> and so they just have this like like the dad's army version of, of marble league <laughs> and i just i need to sit down and have a proper think about how many marbles are in a team uh well there tends to be four marbles in a team but they'll always have like a reserve marble and a coach as well okay i'm gonna start putting a team together See, this is so the you, thing. You, I reckon if we, did it, if we did it as like a Yogs thing and everyone could have their own team and you get given your marbles and then you just have to come up with like the names and the backstories for them. And then we could all end up, oh, it'd just be so good. Uh, <laughs> I just love Let's marbles. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's just make our own marble league. Maybe if I go back and look at the really, like the first videos that Yeller ever put out, because I reckon, like, it's obviously very, very swish now. But I reckon the early stuff must have been quite, like, basic. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it is just, like, connects and, um, like, just standard uh, marble kits that I think you can just buy, like, modular yeah. ones. But maybe if I just invest in... um in some of those and we could come up with some sports oh, oh my god please i want to have like a team of oddball marbles <laughs> like all the all the funny looking ones um you know the, the they they they'd have fun backstories you know this one oh he he was he was too lumpy to be in marble league <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying he luck oh they're just so good one of my favorite things is when you introduce someone to Marble League and they're like, marbles, like, why would you? And they they are picturing, <laughs> foolishly, they are picturing marbles being controlled by people. And I'm like, no, no, no. The marbles <laughs> no, no, no. are the sportsmen. They are the, the sports folk, these little marbles. They are athletes. They are trained athletes. And then they watch it and you can just see them be like, why am I so hooked? I don't understand. <laughs> it's so hype to watch. Like, yeah. it's, it's so fun. It's I'm on so eBay good. now looking at marbles. <laughs> oh my God. There's so many beautiful marbles. They're just really good. They're all good marbs. Very, very good marbs. I've gone all the way back to 2017 to look at the Marble League and there's all like, it's just like Duplo and Connects. Oh, nice. But I reckon you could do like a really, I guess you just have to think about a sport and then you have to think, how would marbles? (laughs) How would marbles? How would this? But the marbles. And And then that's how you do it. Perfect. Oh my god, there are so many beautiful marbles. 
Why have oh, you done this yeah. to me, Brainy? <laughs> I reckon Tom would be on board. Wait, that, that doesn't round it down. <laughs> Tom Clark, Clark would yeah. be on board. I think Tom Clark would be totally down for some marbles. Because he loves marbles as well. Um, but yeah, oh, marbles. I'm going to start. I reckon, oh, could you get like, if I search wooden toy tube, <laughs> could you get... Just like, I wonder if there's like, um, like toy train sets or something that would have track that would be suitable. Or what if you literally just search for Marble Run? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that would work. Because I guess the thing you don't want is, I mean, you could do time trials on a Marble Run, but I guess not all of them are built for like them racing against each other or anything. Mm. Um... Like all at the same time. Oh, Gravitrax. That's the one I think that Yellow uses a lot with all the, um, those tend to be not for the league, but for you get these videos that are like 10,000 marbles on one track making beautiful music. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are the just for fun ones. When the marbles, you know, they've worked hard and they just want to have a little bit of time off. Oh, <gasps> Wait, how do you do this? Oh. Marble Run Race Plasticine ASMR Pop Tube Train. Oh my god. That's so many words and I like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, they're just good. Marbles are good. Good marbles. Are great. marbles. Well, on that note. Well. Every, oh. <laughs> oh, she's found more stuff. Found some really good, uh, like wooden, like chunky marble runs. Oh, I want this! I want it! I want it! <laughs> I want it! I want! I want to play with marbles. Now I do too. I can't believe this. Oh, <sighs> well. we can do it. We can make the comfort zone. We it could be sponsored by Comfort Zone. We could print out little signs and put them yeah. around the the stadium, like. Yes, like how it used to be sponsored Oh, what was he called? The guy who used to always... He sponsored a year of the Marble Runs. Um, and everything. There'd be like a little announcement in between all of the events. Like, sponsored by blah blah blah. But that could be us. We could be... With your hosts, Kirsty and Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I wonder if well, there's... We, you know, we need oh. to get working on that, honestly. Do you know what? I'm going to search for some of my favourite words on eBay. Marble, favourite words? Yeah. Marble job lot. Oh, I bloomin' love looking at a job lot. <laughs> I love a job lot, me. Do you ever just look at job lots? Just love a job eBay? lot. Yeah, I mean, I've, I have looked. I have I have partaken. I'll be like, Doll's house, job lot. Job lot. <laughs> Something really exciting about just adding the word job lot to anything. <laughs> <gasps> a huge lot Lakeshore super fun marble run construction stem building mm! oh my god oh, well it. I hope you're all hyped for the comfort zone marble league yeah it's we're happening. just uh, it will be a um, 
podcast uh, Marble League, so you'll just hear the sounds of it. It'll be like listening to the horse racing on the radio. <laughs> yeah. They're running. They're still running. One of them's running. They're, they're all running now. Running. They're rolling. Oh, uh, that one's been... St- oh, God, it's stuck. Oh, jeez. Oh, but it's been hit <laughs> in the butt and it's rolling again. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. Well, this is where all my money's going to go now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, money. (laughs) Bye-bye. Well, (laughs) everyone. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. For for listening. um, Putting up with my stress dreams. And remember, everyone, that this was in the time that I thought I wasn't having stress dreams. So tune in next time to hear the really bad ones. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe I'll have some for next time. Yeah. But no promises. Well, thank you, Kirsty, for a lovely chat. Thank you, Bryony, for a lovely chat. And we will see you all next time. Until next time, bye-bye for now. Bye-bye! Bye-bye!